that corresponds to uh, feeding the Brahmins. And how old are you? I'm 19. Boy, time goes by. Yeah, I don't know whether it was when you took, when you were born, or just, or when you still weren't born, but uh, I was standing with your mother just uh, just over there, that side of the temple, back side of the temple, and she asked for a name. So, so I gave her the name Radalila. was a nice name. Oh, she told me that story. That was before I was born. That was before mm -hmm. you were born. Is there any more to the story? Uh, no, she only yeah. told this. Yeah. Uh, and she only added that you said it doesn't matter will it be a boy or, or a girl, but the name should be Radalila. <laughs> <laughs> nice name. Anyway, Rasmai is also a nice name. And uh, now you're an adult. Yes, finally. <laughs> so you joined, you joined the rest of them. <laughs> How old are you? I'm gonna be 19 in three weeks. Okay. You passed 19 a while ago. <laughs> That's what's on this side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm much older. It's a, uh, we're very, very fortunate that we have the uh, opportunity to be, be in the, Krishna Consciousness to be born in Krishna Consciousness. Um, yes. And uh, and that in our because Krishna says in the Gita and Arjuna's asking, well what about those who weren't successful? What about those yogis who didn't make it. So Krishna gives different alternatives. Uh, if they're uh, if they're uh, karma uh, karma mishra yogis or karma mishra bhakta devotees then they'll take birth in a rich family, family of rich people, aristocracy, because that's, uh, you don't, you don't have to worry about anything, you have all your wealth. Then we'll see if they're serious about uh, taking uh, spiritual life or not. And, uh, and then if, uh, if they're one step better, uh, if 
uh, really sort of somewhat uh, somewhat interested in devotional service, yogis who are uh, serious about yoga practice, renunciation, and so on, will take birth in family of Suchinam, and uh, family of Brahmanas. But if uh, if some are actually uh, devotees, devotees who don't finish their Krishna consciousness in the last life, then they take birth in the family of uh, of devotees. And we have uh, different variations of that. We have someone who, like you, your your parents were already devotees, and you. Uh, take birth, uh, your whole life being Krishna consciousness, or yours is that uh, you don't, uh, your parents weren't originally uh, Krishna conscious, but they came to Krishna consciousness. So at a certain point when you were young, then you When was it that you first started to think about Krishna or hear about Krishna? <clears throat> I mean, I was a baby when they joined. Okay. Uh, so we started going to a devotee nursery when I was three, so I think. Um, yeah, because, uh, yeah, you were already, Harinarayam was a little different, but you were, Uh, we were doing a uh, wedding on a boat in the Danube. Yeah, and uh, and your mother said that that's that she is already pregnant with you then. Uh, so that's that's almost the same, and then it's different. Uh, you know, variations. Parents come to Krishna consciousness. Parents are pious into spirituality. Or my parents just just uh, pious, good people, but not not really into Krishna consciousness at all. But however, however you come, just like. Uh, you know, who's a bridge bass? He was someone who's born in Vrindavan, someone who lives in Vrindavan, or someone who dies in Vrindavan. All of those are considered to be bridge basses. So, devotee, however someone comes, whenever someone comes to devotional service, uh, the past is in one sense irrelevant. Uh, in fact, it's considered considered offensive to uh, view a devotee's past because it may not be uh, pious. It may be, it may not be. Uh, just like we have some, you know, some examples of some acharyas who, you know, were, were not necessarily uh, pure vegetarians uh, or 
questionable what kind of uh, you know sinful activities they performed. Even Srila Prabhupada, when he uh, some devote, devotee, he was talking to some devotees, saying that you know you all, my Guru Maharaj sent you all. So how is that possible? Uh, we did so many sinful activities. Prabhupada said that's all external. Uh, so of course sinful activities aren't external, but if someone takes to Krishna consciousness, then they're not relevant anymore. They're not relevant. It's not the it's not the past that's uh, important. It's the present. How uh, how we. Uh, Not cold. Well, you're never cold. <laughs> she sleeps outside in the tent in the summer because it's too warm for her inside. <laughs> um, Except whatever, whatever the past, but uh, it's uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Is that, uh, opportunity to go back home, back to Godhead, to go back to Krishna. Uh, yeah, very, uh, very unique uh, opportunity. Uh, and, uh, you know, we don't Often devotees don't recognize how fortunate they are. Just like, uh, just like the wealthy, a wealthy child doesn't really know how good they have it. They just, they take it naturally. Just like uh, we're also like that in one sense. We're not wealthy, but but uh, we have food to eat, and if we don't like something, then we don't eat it. Uh, although, uh, although so many, such a percentage of the world is hungry, uh, malnutrition, uh, starving. People who are in war circumstances, so you know they would. Uh, that they would boil their leather shoes, and they would. Uh, that was soup. So we're also spoiled. We have. So we don't. We just take it for granted that you know we have so much food. And uh, also, in one sense, some of these devotees take their good fortune for granted that, uh, yeah, here's the holy name. Stark uh, Raghunathas Goswami, he, he expresses that. He uh, expresses his good fortune, Namasrishtam. Now, you know, that, uh, that you come to Krishna consciousness, now I have Namasrishtam, the best name, meaning uh, 
Krishna Mahamantra, we have the opportunity to chant Hare Krishna. It's not a, uh, so many people chanting mantras, all kinds of mantras, they have all kinds of conceptions and misconceptions of uh, God. Uh, you know, Western world is full of it, but India is like, it's endless how many different types of uh, uh, gurus and uh, faiths and uh, religions and even about Krishna misunderstandings. So, but here we, we have uh, this very extra, and we came from nothing. That's the uh, extraordinary thing. Uh, that it isn't that we didn't have any particular, at least I remember my background, we didn't know. We, we just came from a, uh, a very negative uh, background, negative in the sense that there was nothing positive in it, uh, in terms of real Krishna consciousness, and then all of a sudden, land up with the best thing. So, and then we have uh, a mantra. We have our, our mantras that we chant. Oh, and you're chanting, Gayatri? No problem. No problem. Sometimes devotees don't chant. I mean, sometimes devotees don't chant Hare Krishna. Uh, they don't chant their rounds. And, uh, and then sometimes devotees just neglect chanting Gayatri Mantra. And mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the association, Rupam, Swarupam, Swarupa Goswami, Svarupdamagar Goswami, Radha Kundam, Girivada Maho, Radhika Maharabhasyam, Prapto lists off all those things one after the other. Uh, we go to Govardhan Hill, we go to Radhakund, uh, we can bathe in Radhakund. Uh, even great devotees like Narada Muni, Prabhupada says, even great devotees like Narada Muni can't bathe in Radhakund. So we have the opportunity, how? By the mercy or by the uh, sponsorship of uh, Krishna's associate, Srila Prabhupada, then we can bathe in Radhakund and do Govardhan Parikram. And, uh, so we have all of these uh, very, really wonderful treasures. It's just like, uh, you know, a treasure chest. It's full of all kinds of valuable, valuable things. And uh, similarly, this is also like a treasure chest of uh, valuable things uh, that we have. But one can uh, become sort of complacent. You can... Uh, rich, rich boy is, uh, just thinks that it's natural that he should have a big car and uh, unlimited wealth and... Uh, credit cards and so many things, and we just uh, spend money. 
so, uh, you know, appreciating what we have, uh, to really appreciate what you have, you have to know, know its value. There, there was, uh, I don't know, four years ago, Christmas marathon. Oh. <laughs> and on the last day of the marathon, there was one devotee, who devotees were coming back <coughs> and, you know, paying their obeisances to Prabhupada, it was the last day. And, uh, and actually in Hungary, uh, you only have on the 24th it's only a half day everything's shut at uh, noon so the devotees come back and there's this devotee there and all the devotees is coming in the temple she's giving them all a hundred dollar bill and she <laughs> she gets a hundred dollar bill I don't know how she was old 15 she gets a hundred dollar bill and you know then she tells her mother oh, look i got some play money she thought it was like monopoly money or something <laughs> never seen a hundred dollar bill before <laughs> never seen a dollar that was that was a good one and uh so if you don't know the value of something, then it's it's hard to appreciate it. Then it's just it's just paper. So uh, that's why it's so important to read Prabhupada's books and uh, to appreciate. Now, what is this name? What is this mantra? What is good fortune of being? Uh, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's line. What is all the things the Krupa Goswami, Swarup Damodar Goswami, Raghunath Das Goswami, the things uh, that uh, they've uh, given us, you know, the blessing of being able to bathe in Radhika and go around Govardhan Hill uh, and uh, visit all these uh, wonderful places. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, to value that, and when we're able to value and really appreciate. It's like when I go, you know, then I always, I always say the names of everybody, Prabhupada, Swarupadamadar Goswami, Rupa Goswami, Radharaman, Gorangan, devotees walk with me either this way or that way and uh, they don't necessarily say anything do anything which is again not appreciating it actually they're not uh, you know these are uh, like like Radisham so you could think they're, they're just uh, statues, they're just deities. It's a deity is a nice way of saying statue. Uh, not thinking that actually uh, Krishna, for Krishna to manifest uh, in this form uh, is the same. But whether he 
moves or doesn't move, it's, uh, it's all the same. And uh, the same thing. Uh, these personalities, Srila Prabhupada, Rupa Goswami, etc., wherever they're, wherever they're worshipped, uh, you know, if they're, uh, some, something of them uh, is installed, be it their name uh, or some tadiya, uh, but where they're uh, being recognized or appreciated, then they become personally there. And, uh, and they uh, reciprocate, and therefore uh, we should at least show some respect. Uh, just like we bow down in the temple room, why? Not because it's a ritual, but we bow down because here's God. Uh, and we offer our respect to great personalities. We recognize their greatness by offering some form of respect, saying your name, Try bowing down at least doing pranam. Um, and the more that we do that, the more that we actually see yes, there's present. Uh, they are actually spiritually uh, present. The, uh, these, uh, these forms of Srila Prabhupada, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, uh, Rupa Goswami, and so on. These are, these are eternal sadhaka forms of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. These are the uh, forms that uh, they uh, always have. That's an interesting question of what, you know, if someone is obviously we go through a whole life so Prabhupada was you know a little boy uh, he was uh, married householder what particular stage uh, is that eternal form because it doesn't change uh, probably if someone were to argue that uh, the age at which Srila Prabhupada really became recognized uh, is the most likely age, uh, which is his uh, eternal uh, swarup with uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associate. So they're there, uh, they guide devotees, I think devotees all have experience of having some kind of wonderful dream with uh, Srila Prabhupada and uh, gives guidance, reassurance, instruction. Yeah. So that's, uh, they're, they're very much present. And, uh, and one of the things when he's Saying like this, Raghunath asks, Rupam, Sarupam, Tasyagajam, Gurupurim, Maturim, Goshtavati. So he's listing off all the different personalities. The personalities, they're so important because ultimately, even though Mathura's there, Vrindavan's there, and Govardhan, and so on, but it requires for us to get personal guidance uh, in order to really appreciate. And these personalities, will give us personal guidance 
if we really uh, delve into the instructions uh, and uh, worship them. So uh, at the end of uh, Manashiksha, anyone knows Manashiksha? No? So how does uh, Manashiksha end? That there are the five five nectars that uh, everyone is meant to be uh, practicing on a daily basis. Uh, should worship Rupa Goswami, chant Hare Krishna, worship Rupa Goswami, uh, worship Govardhan Hill. Uh, so, but one of them is to worship and serve Rupa Goswami. Uh, so that's uh, Rupa Goswami is there, he's giving us instruction and he'll, just like Srila Prabhupada will personally uh, uh, guide us, they will also, uh, also uh, uh, personally uh, guide us. I was, uh, we were in Brindavan, and uh, I had, uh, we had that dream, I was, I was dreaming that uh, Prabhupada was in his, uh, Prabhupada was in his uh, Arjun Kutir, he was in the Radhadamadar temple, and he was uh, writing, but he was uh, speaking speaking aloud, and uh, and as Prabhupada was speaking aloud, then his sort of voice was uh, different, and I realized that uh, if, uh, when Srila Prabhupada was speaking, he, Rupa Goswami was actually speaking through Srila Prabhupada, and it was uh, Rupa Goswami's uh, voice. So those, uh, there are many, uh, many examples when great Vaishnavas appear and uh, give devotees uh, uh, guidance. Uh, it's a, you know, in Christianity, the whole concept of depending on saints and praying to them and having their guidance is, uh, is an important aspect. It, it's also uh, there for us uh, as uh, well, uh, for past, especially those great personalities, and then who knows what uh, what devotees are yet to come in the future uh, and uh, guide us. So just like uh, the new Bridge of Dam, uh, that uh, it isn't something that we should uh, we need to be able to really just appreciate how uh, how wonderful it is uh, that you know Radhi Shyam have uh, uh, manifest. We have come here uh, and uh, and they're staying here, uh, and by their presence, then this develops into Vrindavan. Different. There are different things. There's the service of devotees, because 
Prabhupada points out, wherever, wherever you serve Krishna, or Krishna is the uh, center, then that's that's Vrindavan. Uh, so, devotee service. Srila uh, Prabhupada's desire. So Srila Prabhupada had that desire. Wherever devotees try to fulfill Prabhupada's desire, uh, then that desire becomes manifest. So Prabhupada wanted, uh, wanted it to be a holy place, a place of pilgrimage for people. And it's a, there in the founding uh, of uh, uh, ISKCON. Uh, same thing when he was talking about New Vrindavan. So he wanted it to be a place, a place of uh, pilgrimage. That we should uh, also be self-sufficient, we should feed ourselves, we should eat, but our business is doing more than just feeding ourselves or just eating. Our business is to show what, uh, where, what our destination is, how to live, how they live in the spiritual world. Uh, wherever Prabhupada says, wherever Radha Krishna is present, wherever Krishna's holy name is chanted offenselessly, that's also Vrindavan. So all of these things actually combine, and the more, as devotion increases and devotional services increase, then more and more Vrindavan becomes manifest, and it's something that we don't just want to introduce to others, but we want to make known, even to devotees here, just like children, for them they're born here, so to what degree do they understand that, they appreciate that, that or are they just like the wealthy uh, children who are born in a wealthy family, and then it's natural for them, but they don't, they don't really necessarily have that uh, same type of faith, because they, appreciation for money, because they never worked for the money, so uh, in one sense they haven't necessarily worked to uh, manifest Nivraja uh, Dham, but nonetheless by hearing they can come to appreciate uh, just uh, what good fortune they have to be born here. It will depend. Even someone is very, very fortunate, uh, but it will depend on the kind of association they get, uh, because even someone just like Narakasura. So Narakasura is uh, Varahadev's son. But still he became a demon because he had that association. Same thing that uh, uh, Dwidwid Gorilla. He was part of Lord Ramachandra's monkeys. And by sort of bad association, he, he couldn't appreciate Lakshman. He sort of questioned Lakshman's divinity, and so therefore he became a demon. And there are many examples where that can actually happen, uh, that someone by wrong association uh, then become so uh, so distracted uh, from their uh, good fortune.
got any questions? Um. Any more? Anything? Did you try David Preston's car? No, he dropped He's sitting out there? No. Oh, no. Oh, he may have gone home. Oh. I, I just saw the car sitting there. Anyway, just uh, always, always remember what good fortune uh, this is, and uh, you should uh, remain very, uh, very determined that uh, whatever other people do, uh, that uh, we will always continue staying on the path. I, uh, that was one sort of conversation about uh, devotees, this devotee leaving, that devotee leaving Krishna consciousness. Tamal Krishna Maharaj, you know, he said, well, I don't, I don't care what other, others do, but, you know, I'll never, I'll never leave uh, Srila Prabhupada. So that, uh, that kind of determination that, I mean, Srila Prabhupada appreciated his godbrothers uh, as, uh, in a general, as Vaishnavas, uh, he, he criticized them just because they weren't doing the preaching that Bhaktisattva Saraswati Thakur wanted. But from that point of view, they, you know, that was, that was Bhaktisattva's Thakur's life mission. He wanted, okay, he did India, and now devotees should do the rest of the world, not just settle into the temples that he established and uh, be happy. But uh, Janaka and Krishna. But, uh, but to actually uh, take that responsibility, and Prabhupada would say, he says, I'm not, I'm not learned. I'm not in Prabhupada, even when he was working on his books, Prabhupada was using Bengali translation. Uh, he wasn't using the Sanskrit directly. Prabhupada said, I'm not a Sanskrit scholar. So he would uh, work from uh, Bengali translation. And, uh, you know, Prabhupada was previously Grihasta and uh, started so late in terms of uh, uh, his preaching. So he would say that so many godbrothers, so much more qualified in one sense. But still, Prabhupada had that very, very firm conviction that this is what Krishna wanted, this is what my Guru Maharaj wanted. And then Krishna can manifest, empower anybody that he wants. As long as someone says, no, I will. And even if, uh, even if we don't do anything extraordinary like uh, Srila Prabhupada in this lifetime, but then at least to uh, remain faithful uh, on uh, the 
path of uh, devotional service and uh, really try to make Prabhupada's uh, mission work. That's a, uh, that's a very glorious thing. Yeah. So that's why in the codes of Chakriya, uh, to die in battle, whether you win or lose, was a secondary affair. The main thing was that you you did what your duty is, and your duty is is to fight. Uh, and uh, they relished, they enjoyed uh, that fighting. That was that was their dharma. disciples, how many disciples are really active, who I talked to Keshavarti Maharaj after one. It's really, really sounded weak, still in hospital. Maybe he'll get out. Uh, but anyway, he's got, he's got some spine problem as well. So we're all in the same club. Yeah, I think he's down by Exeter. I don't know what hospital he's in, but that's where he's staying. Anybody, anything? Something you said, where you said a devotee who doesn't finish their... Um, spiritual journey in this life will take um, birth maybe in a devoted family or in a wealthy family. Devoted family, yeah. So if, what would be the benefit of taking birth like, in a wealthy family? Because surely that would be so much harder to remember Krishna in If you have the, that kind of material desires. If a devotee has a desire for wealth, pure devotion, and then there's mixed devotion, the devotees, oh, yeah, they, uh, they want Janma, Aishwarya, Sri Tashi, so they want wealth or good birth, so these, these things, if that's part of their desire uh, and, and it's part of their motive for engaging in devotional service, then, uh, you yeah. know, so it's like uh, Prabhupada was, you know, weary. He said, be careful. That in Mayapur, for instance, devotees could come from very impoverished families. And for them, that life in a ashram where you're eating three times a day as much as you want, and uh, you have uh, so many facilities. So, you know, that, that for them really uh, gives a motivation that, well, yeah, I want to be a Hare Krishna because I have a very comfortable life. So by comparison to the kind of life that they're living. So here in the West, mostly devotees were 
coming from a, very, a, a more comfortable life and they're going for a more austere life. Uh, so, but uh, that, that's one. And then I know I remember talking to this one devotee and he can't be the only one uh, that uh, because Prabhupada says 50% of his uh, disciples are going to the heavenly planet. So, because that's also wealthy. So, uh, you know, he said, I, you know, don't tell anybody, but I, you know, I really want to go to the heavenly planet. Um, they're, they're curious. No sinful activity. Don't no old age. No birth. No disease. Uh, unlimited, unlimited sense enjoyment. Of course, punyakshinya A certain point, you exhaust that. And uh, even of Jayananda uh, uh, Prabhu Prabhupada said, if you had material desire, first he'll go to the heavenly planets, and then he'll go back to Godhead. Fulfill. So that's a risk, having uh, not purifying the heart and allowing the uh, desires. But you know, when you want to go to heavenly planets, uh, it would be a shame after so much austerity and effort. What about devotees who desire to come back to help the movement further? Uh, that's that's nice. That's natural. Uh, but then, what about our logo back home, back to Godhead? It's our motto. I know that, uh, you know, if I'm given a choice, I don't mind coming back. I don't want to come back as a conditioned soul. So I want to go and um, go back to Godhead, attain perfection. And if Krishna wants to come, then I don't come. But I, I want to come as a pure devotee. I don't want to come as a, uh, have enough of material life. So that way, it's uh, it's both. Yes, we should come back, but uh, you know, we, it's uh, we we should also fulfill the purpose of Krishna consciousness, which is to guide people back to Godhead. So b both of that ha has to be there. Uh, so we're not just it, it isn't that uh, you know you you can't have you can't have a kind of Hungary. There's ten million people. You can't have 10 million soldiers. So you can have some soldiers, but at a certain point, well, who feeds them? Who makes the tanks? Who makes the bullets? Who the, you, you got, so you, you can't have all soldiers. Uh, there, there has to be so much, uh, so much backup. So usually in a war, there's four people for every soldier in the war effort. Uh, 
So if there's a million soldiers, there's four million people uh, doing backup work. Uh, so uh, our, our main business is back home, back to Godhead, and encouraging people to do that. But to do that, we need to show the example that it works. And that's, that's, ultimate, that's the ultimate preaching. So ultimately, real preaching is how you are Krishna conscious. So, and Srila Prabhupada, you know, Prabhupada's presence was his preaching. Prabhupada didn't have to say anything. When you were in his physical presence, then you, you felt Krishna conscious. You felt automatically Krishna conscious. Uh, and you knew that Prabhupada was what he was speaking about. So uh, that type of bhakti shakti bhakti vinotaku says it, it, it manifests within the heart. So yeah, we need to we do whatever Krishna wants. Well, Krishna wants us to come back and preach. Come back and preach. Uh, distribute books. Go to the heavenly planets and distribute books. <laughs> Get lots of money. <laughs> Get lots of money. you have the association of a devotee, you won't find Krishna. But if they were devotees who were like not finished and born again in wealthy families? No, then they would have been, then, then they would have had the association. Okay, so maybe they're like merely having like material desire in their past life. Spirituality, it's a, it's a natural, uh, there are certain natural characteristics that rich people come because they get tired of wealth. So one thing is they become philanthropists. And that is that, you know, hospitals uh, and uh, or taking care of the poor, orphanages. So they want to sponsor these things because the, the thrill of the money is gone. So they want to... They want to feel that uh, benefit. And sometimes they will actually turn to spiritual life as well uh, because they're intelligent. You, you only become intelligent, you only become wealthy if you're smart. So one way or another you have to be smart. 
So, so they're intelligent and they may come to the conclusion that there must be more to life than this. And they look for it in spirituality. Once again, no matter how much they look, so they won't come. The only way, ultimately, that one comes to conclusion uh, about devotional service and serving Krishna is by a devo- association of devotees. So, and whether someone is a materialist, whether he's very wealthy, or he's a jnani, or he's a yogi, or whoever he is, without devotees' association, you can't. That's, uh, and that's what our Vishnu Prabhupada in that of instruction says that this is this is the function of Krishna consciousness movement. We want to give the association of devotees to people. <coughs> you just said you mentioned that, um, like even great personalities, like now the moon they can't they don't ride a cool. And I was just wondering uh, what this means exactly. If the point is like there. Is Say that again. I'm just wondering what this means exactly. If the pond is physically there, radical. What What does it mean? That like they can't bathe in it. Because Narada Muni is uh, is a regulative devotee. He's a Vaidhi Bhakta. And to bathe, which means really bathe in Radakund, one has to uh, have the same type of mood and desire uh, as. Shimati Radharani's gopi friends and so on. So that's that's bathing in Radhakund. So really bathing means to bathe without offense uh, and to bathe with the pure motive. So Narada Muni is offenseless, but he doesn't he doesn't have that same bhav or that mood or that attitude towards Radhakund. Although he knows everything about Radhakund, he knows more about Radhakund than we do. It, well, that's in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, where he's mm. talking. He's the, he's the guru. He's Gopkumar's guru. He's the one who's telling Gopkumar all the principles, but yet he doesn't have access to what he's talking because. His, that his nature is that he's a devotee of Lord Narayan. I feel like <clears throat> basing the Kundan doesn't it like give him spontaneous devotion or not? Doesn't it give him spontaneous devotion? That would take Lord Chaitanya to change his change his uh, swarup. Yeah, by uh, by worshiping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, one one can actually change. Or have another another body in which one is uh, one is there. It's very it's a very, very rare thing. So even there's so many devotees. There's unlimited Vaikuntha planets, there's only one Goloka Vrindavan. And even in Goloka Vrindavan, you've got Dwarka and Mathura, and then you only have Vrindavan. It's cool, isn't it? 
sun, sun's gone. And if it's cloudy, maybe we're going to get some rain. That's the, uh, that's like the Krishna's complexion. Gray, blue, black, not exactly. There's a, there's a certain time where it gets sort of more bluey. Sometimes um, the devotees ask, how come Krishna doesn't have didn't go to um, Vrindavan. He goes to. Uh, I read in the Bhagavad Gita. He said because Krishna likes irrigatedness. Yeah, I mean everyone can't. You know, everyone can't be a Vrajabhakta. Otherwise, then what about what's Lord, what's Lord Narayan going to do? He's all alone. What's Lord Ramachandra going to do? I guess because Krishna was right there with him, you know, you know, when he's on the bed of arrows. Uh, he was, uh, Vasudev was with him, uh, but Krishna, Krishna never left Vrindavan. Krishna was always there in Vrindavan. <laughs> and when he saw Krishna, then he saw him with four arms. Shri Krishna Krishna Sakadrishta Vishabhan Vidhuk Raja Savanksa Govinda Godrija But he knows he's Govinda And he's, he's, he's when, when his prayers He's offering prayers about How Krishna used to dance with the gopis So they all know everything It's not that they don't know anything It's what they knows everything, he knows everything about Vrindavan Lila. He heard about it, I mean, he was alive at the time. So he heard about everything that's going on, he knows about it, personally heard about it, knows about it, their company starts blowing, and it's, but still, it's not, it's not him, yeah, Krishna wants, Krishna wants variety. No, no, we're gonna, we're gonna go, I'm gonna go in, and, uh, I'm gonna finish chanting rounds. This is good. I can't even... Can we say how much this cheddar costs? That uh, Gor uh, Gor Arti from uh, Manchester. Anyway, we uh, we have it good. Especially we preach and spread Krishna consciousness. This big house. So Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu takes care of uh, of devotees. So we have to be careful.
to these, uh, all these uh, great learned devotees, and uh, by comparison, you know, we're, we're trying to go someplace that they, you know, can only long after. comparison we don't have anywhere near the same type of learning or knowledge or even one sense the devotion they have such great devotion you know Narada Muni he's on every page of Srimad Bhagavatam practically any any Purana you open it up is Narada Muni <laughs> it's like Jesus is the only one in the universe or something just like everywhere Besides, if one can become a Vrajabhakta or not. So, like you mentioned, Nagata Muni and Bishwati. Your association. Your association. Depending on, of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu brought Vrajabhakti and he wanted everyone to acquire Vrajabhakti. So, that will be the association that all of uh, uh, devotees in Krishna consciousness movement. I mean, we start off from day one and going back home to Godhead, going to Goloka Vrindavan, and talking about Gopas and Gopis. So it's not there. Usually, what used to happen is that uh, it was uh, 